0: Hello, 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 and welcome to the Greater Is In Me podcast, where each episode is intended to inform, inspire, and influence listeners to fulfill the greatness that exists within. I am your host, Peace Lone Joseph. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. This podcast is all about my reflections and revelations as a wife and as a mother and as an educator. During our time together, I hope you'll learn something from my stories and laugh a little bit along the way too. So stay tuned for today's message. happy new year to everybody I know that most of you um, are enjoying your last few days of your break Uh, winter Christmas Kwanzaa Hanukkah whatever you want to call it it was your break and for some people that are listening it's just their regular weekend break but I'm glad that you took some time to join me today Um, for the first for the last few years um, at the first of the year well no really at the end of the year everybody starts talking about this um, This one word you know I've seen a lot of posts about what is your one word for the year that you're taking in with you to motivate you through the year and that's really interesting to me and I started thinking about like I don't know that I would have one word for the whole year But what it really just got me to thinking is about just the simplification of things. When I was younger, everybody had like, you know, what are your resolutions? And that was a lot of things. And there was this pressure. And then people dropped the ball, you know, quickly because it was too much. It was too many things to try to balance. And so with this one word concept, it's really simplifying our lives and helping us to be a little bit more successful because we're focusing on one thing instead of a long list of things. And I think that that simplification is critical to the overall mental and physical health of all of us. I think that some of us, uh, some of the issues and the things that we're dealing with, the challenges that we're dealing with, it's just because we're trying to balance so many different things that physically and mentally we weren't built to deal with that much stuff at one time. And so what ends up happening is we pile multiple things that we need to work on. We, Let's say symbolically it's a plate that we're carrying and then we have all of this stuff that's on this plate and eventually it becomes too heavy. We drop the plate. There are shattered pieces all over the place. We're ending up damaged and cut and, and things are so messy and then that becomes overwhelming because you're trying to clean up the mess. And then what happens is you end up bleeding on folks that either don't have anything to do with it or are not in a position to be able to help you to clean up the mess, to care the mess in the first place. Um, it's not fair to them. And then now those are broken relationships and it's like a domino effect. So I started thinking that this one word concept, this simplification, what would be one thing that... I could do in different parts of my life that will allow me to not get overwhelmed. I'm not mentally drained. I'm a happier, healthier person. And therefore, I'm a better version of myself for the people that appreciate it and that show up for me. So that's what I want to talk to you today about is what's your one thing. And I'm not, and before we get into it, I'm not saying this is your one thing for the year, but it's just, listen, this is the priority. This is one thing that I need to focus on for a week or for today or for a month. Um, for, you know, a shorter span of time so that I can master that thing and feel really good about that one thing. And then I can move on to the next thing. So I'm going to talk you through some of my reflections and revelations, and hopefully that will spark some stuff that's going on with you because that's always the purpose of the podcast. So for myself, my one thing here lately over the last couple of days was decluttering and I did that with my Um, I have a lot of stuff that I need to declutter. I love clothes um, and my clothes are color coded in my um, closet. And then I have my work clothes, but then I have my, you know, weekend clothes where I, you know, I'm just kind of lounging around, but they're not like khakis and um, cardigans, which I normally wear. And so my closet, is okay. I I have some work that needs to be done, but I'm not there yet. And that's not my one thing, even though it's under the decluttering Um, umbrella, that's not the one thing I was focused on. The one thing I was focused on a couple of days ago was my jewelry, my dresser, where my jewelry, um, where I placed my jewelry. And so I threw away some things I'm going to give away. I've got some things that I'm giving away. And then I kept some things and I felt so proud of myself. Because I focused on that one thing, I got it done, it looked amazing, and I was really proud of myself. And so now I can move on to another one thing that I have done. But if I would have tried to attack my closet and my dresser, and um, along with my DVR, because let's talk about my DVR, y'all. When I started the holiday, I started out at 90%. Capacity, Like I've had that many things that were recorded. So I went through, deleted things that I was not, like I had to decide I can't watch everything. So I went through and I decided what I was going to watch. And I did decide to watch um, How to Get Away with Murder. That was a roller coaster. I don't know how many of you out there listening that watched that. I have watched that show since the beginning. And I thought this was the finale. But then my friend Thomas from my Ed Camp Greenville group, he, he and I were texting back and forth because he's already watched it. And he let me know, no, this is not the finale finale. This is the mid-season finale. Who told you that, Thomas? Are you, like, are you sure? Like, and I was like getting ready to Google it. And then I was like, he's already watched it all. What? okay trust him he's not why would he lie about that I was upset I was devastated because I thought we were coming to the end but I'm here for all of it I'll be back whenever they come back I'll be back and so I ended up watching that and that cleared up um, a lot of my space and then I had to go through um this is us so I did finish watching this is us um, that's another one of my shows. I don't know if you, any of y'all that are listening, watch that. But um, so I went through that, and I, you know, sometimes I think something is wrong with me because people always talk about like some of the people at work that watch it. They know not to give me like a bunch of details because they, but they will always say, you know, I cried again this week. I was crying, and people on like online, like they get me every week. I just cry and cry, and I'm like, what is wrong with me? Because I'm not crying. So I thought about that, and I think it's because. I talk to them why I have like a reaction I don't know if other people do that and I think you know some people cry to get their emotion out but my emotion is I just talk to them so I'm like y'all you know Malik Deja y'all better go back to school okay oh they get ready to get in a fight oh my goodness he has a baby He's a teen father, like that kind of stuff. So I'm actually like talking to the characters like I'm in the family. I'm not one of the Pearsons, uh, but that I think is the reason why I don't cry during it, because I get my emotions out that way. Um, And I do a lot of like clutching my pearls like, oh, my goodness. No, I do a lot of that. So um, but I love This Is Us. But. Back to the decluttering. I had to even declutter my DBR. Just I focused on one show at a time. And then I had to decide what am I going to keep and what am I going to throw away because I can't I can't do it all. So hopefully that will inspire someone about maybe someone that needs to declutter. Just do one thing, one area. And then once you master that, you conquer that, you feel good about it, that will, you know, keep you charged to go to the next thing. Now, in my marriage, one of the things that I want to do better is I want to cook. It's not even that I want to do it better, because at this point, I'm not doing it at all. So in order for you to do something better, you have to actually do it. So I'm not cooking. We eat out a lot, but nobody's missing any meals. So thank you for being concerned about Mark, who is my husband, but... He's okay I promise y'all he's okay but that's something that I want to do better in uh, 2020 so I went to Pinterest mm-hmm I went to Pinterest and I have a board full of uh one uh pot meals um, crock pot and one pot and like one thing that you can bake like in a foil pack you know some salmon some asparagus whatever in a little packet in the oven because just stay with me for a minute people those of you that are laughing at me right now I don't think that it is a good idea for me to go from zero pots to four pots on a stove reasonable goals, baby steps. Let's start slow. So I think that if I can master one pot on the stove, then we can go to two, then three, then four, but let's just slow down, stay tuned, see what happens. But that's my one thing for my marriage. I think that just showing my love through cooking and trying to find some, um, going through the process of finding some recipes that he will enjoy You know, showing him, you know, I'm willing to take the time to learn a new skill and um, cook something that you like. That's a way to show my love for him. And then also, um, it'll help us save some money, too. So I um, am definitely going to do that. And I know some of y'all are out there like, you know, you need to get on a deep fryer. Listen, let's start slow, people. I know... I don't know. I'm gonna let y'all do the air fryer thing right now, and we'll see what I do with the crock pot one pot one bake situation. Moving on to my life as a mother, um, I need to spend time. My son often asks me to like watch these shows on Disney and Nickelodeon. He's nine years old. You know the ones with like the crazy laugh track every like two seconds. I can't stand them. But like I said back in episode 19, it's not about me. So I think that I am going to try to commit to watching some of the shows that he likes and that'll give us an opportunity because what I will say about these shows is they have a good message, um, some teachable moments and then I can really learn who he is like as a person, like learn more about his heart and his empathy towards other people and his problem solving. And, you know, I can, he can see, you know, we're spending that time side by side, that being our thing and maybe creating some memories with him about us watching TV and then having those discussions. So I am going to commit to that now. You know some of these shows are knockoffs because they have all that which is a new version of the old version, but they did keep the um, song by TLC, so I'm good with that. Um, the other thing is That's So Raven. She has a new show called Raven's Home, but I actually like that when I've watched that a couple of times. I am going to try to persuade him to watch The Proud Family, which is on Disney+, Plus, um, because that was from back in the day. Some of y'all are smiling because those were the good old days. Those were before the bills. Before, you know, you had envelopes and emails coming to you with bills. Those were the good old days. But those days are gone, people. So uh, let it go. Um, But um, the proud family, I think I'm going to try to introduce that to him and see if he'll watch that with me. But again, it's not about me. Now, my one thing for as an educator, I have some students that I want to build some relationships with. They're really, really struggling. Um, I am an instructional technologist at my school, and so I have some fe- flexibility. I'm not a classroom teacher, but I'm not an administrator. I'm in this crazy place in the middle, and it's like an island, and it's me and my um, dynamic duo partner and Kelsey Zebert. She's an instructional coach. We work very closely together to just try to give everybody what they need, the kids, the teachers, the admin, everybody. Um, but there are some students that I need to identify. That's one area, and I have so many hats that I wear, but that's one thing that I want to do better is really identify some students that are struggling and be able to build relationships with them and share what I'm doing with them with their teachers so that their teachers may possibly mimic that and really build some trusting, respectful relationships because I think a lot of it is just a lack of trust and a lack of structure that these students have experienced in the past. And so just bringing that about in their life, I think will make a big difference. But my challenge for my educators that are listening is what is going to be your one thing? We wear so many hats and there's so many things that have to be done. What's going to be that one thing that you're going to do when you get back? And it doesn't have to be a new thing. I don't want to overwhelm you. Maybe it's an old thing that you're going to take to the next level that you've kind of slacked off on. And now, you know, listen, this is something that I need to do better. Um, Maybe it's, you know, I need to focus more on allowing my students to write or to have accountable talk. Um, Maybe it's that you need to reach out to people in your building about technology integration. Whatever it is, like really start to think about that. And I know you're still on your break and you really don't want to think about it, but it's coming. It's coming. Uh, Maybe it's building, you know, positive relationships. How can you communicate with parents better um, and in a positive way and not just those negative phone calls? Uh, Maybe you want to do some more professional development outside of your building to get a different perspective about what is going on, not just in your building and in your district, but and in your state, but around the country and speaking of that ed camp greenville is coming up february the 22nd it will be in greer south carolina this year i'm one of the co-organizers for that um it is a day of pd food fun and fellowship so if you want to come i know that it says that it's closed and that we're at capacity but we really want to make this a successful event so send me a private message on twitter at psjoseph 718 or at on instagram at greater is in me underscore and i will get you in there but back to my one thing um Maybe you have like that one student in your class per period, like I'm a middle school teacher. So maybe it's one class, one te- uh, class, one student in your class if you're elementary, but for middle school and high school, because you teach multiple classes, just choosing one child that you've really not had a really good relationship with and saying, you know what, I'm going to focus on what can I do better to get to know that child, their interest. How can I, you know, build a trusting, respectful relationship with them? Um, Maybe that's your one thing. And then once you kind of mastered that with that student, then you can move on to something else. Once you've mastered one strategy that you focused on for the week or for the month, then you can move on to the next thing. And over time, you're just really building on what, you know, on this one thing. It ends up being like a list of things, a list of people. Now, I would say. Go back and think about that one coworker. I will say this. You may have that one coworker you need to build a better relationship with, but that person has to be open to it because if they're bringing that same lazy, crazy, negative foolishness from 2019, mm -mm, send them over there. Hashtag over there. Go sit down over there. As my grandma used to say, go sit down. Go sit down. Those of you from the South, y'all know what that means. It really means go sit down, but all running together when you're very frustrated, go sit down over there. Um, But if you think that it's going to be worth it, then I, you know, maybe that's what your one thing is investing in that one coworker. But if they're going to wear you out and they're going to keep you from having anything left for the people that appreciate it, then my answer for that is a no, don't do it. So anything, anyway, let's think about that one thing that we're going to focus on just for the day or just for the week or just for the month. Not this long list of things that we're going to do over the year and then we drop it all and nothing gets done and then we feel guilty and shameful because we didn't accomplish those goals. Let's make some things that are reasonable. Give yourself some grace. I said that a lot in 2019. Give yourself grace. Remember, progress, not perfection. Perfection cannot be reached. It's unattainable and it is a, it's is a—it's like going to drive you crazy. That's not going to happen. But are you better today than you were yesterday? every day getting better and better and not competing with anyone but yourself because grace is a gift that you give yourself so that you can keep going and you can keep growing and you're learning and hopefully you're laughing a little bit along the way like I try to do each week with you and just in my life in general laughing and learning that is a great combination for us to all move forward and get better and better and fulfill the greatness that exists within So thank you again for tuning into this episode and until next time, show yourself some love and remember to take time each day to reflect and reaffirm yourself by saying greater is in me.